It is a beautiful thing. <laughs> he said Clapping he cheeks. And multiply. Wait, wait <laughs> yeah, okay, so, okay, look, you know what? That was the Michael Standard version, okay? That was the Michael Standard version that he just said. You know, we all got translation. <laughs> MSB. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing. Clapping cheeks, all right? Yes. Sweaty between the sheets. In the most in the most holy way as possible. Granted. Uh, uh, under, and raunchy. Amen. Under covenant. Yes, and covenant. And covenant is beautiful. Getting freak nasty. In covenant. Come on. In covenant, right? Come on, come on, read the sis. With the assist. With the assist, Renny. With the assist. <laughs> Three years. Just oh my goodness! Dust and debris, and now it does have gets... dust and debris on it. Um, yeah, but but guess wild. what? Now 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 it's wiped off and being used. Hello. Listen, the Holy Spirit had you by that three years ago in the pandemic, knowing that you were gonna be the new co-host on the Godman podcast. Yep. Yep. The 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 Holy Breakfast Club. That's funny. Right, Mike. Mike, we we, are, we don't know who you are, so enough said. Who? Charlemagne. Nah, he. P- Listen, <laughs> yo, what's that? Me come now? out of pocket. <laughs> Listen, Charlemagne is is too uh, um, he's too yeah, he's too Charlemagne. <laughs> All right. All right, and you know, no, Christina, you know, you, you can be, um, dang, hold on, wait. Angela can Yee? We, Angela yeah, wait, right. wait, can, can we say Angela Yee because she ain't there no more? Yeah, we can say Angela Yee, yeah. Just, just Hilarious is there now, but just be cutting up. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, well then. Just be cutting up. She already well, fighting Summer, Summer Walker about her <clears throat> internet escapades. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. I heard Summer Walker wilding right now. I mean, mm-hmm. the last thing was because um, Meech apparently had another girl wearing his chain, and she DM'd the girl talking about saying, why you got his chain all stuff, and the girl posted the DM message between her and Summer about, oh, you know, the security let me do it, that did all this stuff, but then the girl posted some messages showing that Meech was just like, say it's this, don't say that, da 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 so it looked real bad, and that brought up the topic of when young man is cheating, or vice versa, oh, girl's cheating. Like, why is it that you go after the person they cheating with, not the person in whom was the one who was supposed to commit? I never understood that. I don't understand. Like, you're ready to go scrap up sis who he was talking to, or whatever the case may be, but you fighting the wrong person because sometimes sis doesn't know. Because, you mm-hmm. know, the person could lie and say, oh, yeah, I'm single, whatever. But in the case, if they do know, I can understand then. If you do, like, if it's a best friend or something, then I can kind of understand why you may want to scrap them. But most times you hear these stories, it's like the person does not know that they were in a relationship because they were lied to. Because the person who That's you true. were with said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm single. I ain't seen nobody. Da, 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 da. So don't go fight that person. Fight all, the dude I or the you, woman you I, 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 <laughs> Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. A lot of that has to do, I, I personally think, a lot of that has to do with different soul ties you might have to that person huh. are we are we gonna go into that because i was gonna bring that up yeah so like i think that's a lot of a lot of that is soul ties being bound to that person and 
making you come out of pocket and act differently because now you're bound to them. Whereas if you didn't have sex with that person beforehand, you'd more than likely be thinking clearly to where if they cheated, you would just drop them. Right. To be right. honest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which brings us into our topic of this is why you should wait for sex. <laughs> Welcome to the Godman podcast, everyone. <laughs> we are hey. back at it again. This is Mike. Hey, yo, what up? This your boy, Rock. And it's Renee. And we are very happy to announce, guys, and we've, we've said it in the previous pod, but we have a new co-host. Everybody, mm-hmm. I want y'all to show some love. Show some to love. The anointed, majestic, yes. beautiful, powerful one. Come on now. Miss Christina, <laughs> aka Rennie Mocha. Yay! Yay! Ooh, thank yeah. you I'm so glad to be here. No problem. I think you need to get closer to your mic again. Can or you just project. Is it, Is it better now? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the I'm at the yelling. Don't worry, we'll probably get into it. I get a little passionate. So. Right. So don't we're so going we all do. To, we all do. I'm glad that we brought up the set the the summer walker thing that kind of just went in there because Rodney Renfrew's Breathless Club. Look at how these things just you know just 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 transition Flow. like that. Nah, it just it just flows in together. Look at that segue that that happened. Like that was just like a seamless segue that I threw up there. Right. Not just trying to pat myself on the yeah, back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the podcast topic today is on, and the next two podcasts are going to be about sex. And as a believer, yeah. And today's podcast is why wait? Why? Why? Why wait? Why did God tell us? Why did God intend for it to be a marriage day? Because mm-hmm. he knew it was going to be good. So good. Man, well, let, let, let's talk about it because it, it is good. Woo. Because he made it. It's amazing. He, it's amazing. He, 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 he designed it. He invented it. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, he invented it. Listen, this. The blueprints. It is a beautiful thing. <laughs> he said, clapping cheeks. And multiply. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. Look, you know what? That was the Michael Standard version. Okay. That was the Michael Standard version that he just said. You know, we all got translations. <laughs> MSV. <laughs> It is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Clapping cheeks. I yes. getting sweaty between the sheets. In the minute. most in the most holy way as possible. Granted. Uh, uh, under, and under raunchy. Covenant. Amen. Under covenant. Amen. Yes. And covenant. And covenant is beautiful. Covenant. Getting freak right. nasty. In covenant. In on. covenant. Right. Come on. Come on. Read the assist. With the assist. With the assist. Renny. With the assist. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> we really got to put that in there because I'm be like, what are you talking about? Doing things minute, you wouldn't tell your pastor Look, or your mama or your daddy or your spouse's parents about Hey, hey, and look, look, I'll be, look, I'll be dang if someone after this podcast say, well, this is, I can have sex. These are God is, sex is good. No, 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 Doing the hanky panky. Nah, I mean. <laughs> Who's clapping? <laughs> That is Mike. I, I promise you, it's not me. I'm sipping my coffee right now. That that is clearly Mike doing that. Oh my gosh! Oh, in covenant, in covenant. I, I'm just saying. Bet the neighbors know my name today. Hey, in covenant. In covenant. Because we're living in an apartment or a townhouse. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I, I'm undone. The I'm neighbors going to hear this covenant making. Hey, hey, look, especially if you've been waiting, too. Especially if you've been waiting. Wall shaking. <laughs> Earth breaking. <laughs> yo, yo. They gonna think the rapture coming. <laughs> Baby making. <laughs> oh my God. Edge of sweating. Why? Why? In covenants, of course, guys. In covenant, in covenant, in, in covenant, in covenants. Yes, but yes, waiting, waiting, Mike. Let's 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 continue Protein on. Continue shake. on. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. All right, all right. I think I'm done now. <laughs> Bumping and grinding. I think the point has been made. In covenant, bless God. So, hey, hey. God. Hey, if you want, we we can do a parable. We can do a parable about this. You know, we can do that. Oh, we can do we can do a parable. Mike, you want to do a parable? <laughs> Go ahead, Rodney. Make a parable real quick. Okay, par- parable. Sex is amazing. Like <sighs> when you first buy your first ice cream cone, and then you just lick it, and then it just it slides down your hands and once it gets between your fingertips and you can't help but just to just lick it off your fingers it, it it may get sticky a little bit you know sometimes you have different flavors of ice cream you know you got buttered pecan sometimes you got vanilla caramel but for the caramel but sometimes you know a good old chocolate is never wrong neither but just know that's how amazing sex is In that was the and covenant that was the ronnie king james version now we're back with our regular schedule program. Not the RKV version. Pretty much. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. This... Like, I feel like our listeners have has gotten a point. Temperatures are rising. Hey. Oh hey, if, if Solomon can do it, so can we. Uh, yo, Solomon got rebuked you know, for it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Solomon, Solomon wasn't just married. Solomon had a problem. He he, he was a little over, too overindulgent, and God told him, you got to get rid of all these wives and concubines, bro. You got 700 wives <laughs> and 300 concubines. Bro, you can't Come even on, mess numbers. with all of them all year. Man, right. I'm like, like you you got more wives than days in the year, okay? You can't be doing that. No, legit. You know. That's a thousand. Bro, you would have to hit one a day every day and it would take you almost three years to run through the whole rotation man i'll, I'll put a whole new meaning of weights i'm like girl let me get my that gatorade she got a sex I'm... drive all right right anyway this Anyways. is why we wait <laughs> <laughs> this is why, listen because that it's funny that that aspect of him having 700 can we can we just and 300 mm-hmm. that's a thousand altogether and there are some people out here who decide to have side pieces as they colloquially call it in this culture and society today come on now and that's one and can't keep up with the one because they got they they got two the main and the side and can't keep up with it let alone solomon had a thousand but there is a reason why god said one and one that's two let's do the math one right elementary there's a reason why I think the easiest way to look about this, right, mm-hmm. is to go back 
Hold on while I look it up. To the book to of the Genesis. Beginning? To the beginning. Let's go back. To, to the, the beginning. To the, to the beginning. Come on now. To the place where it started in Genesis. In yes. Gen Genesis. I know that's right. I think this was okay. chapter two. Yes. Take it. Take it back to Genesis one time. Hold on, because I got to look. Okay. Take take your time while I marinate. In Genesis. Yes, Genesis. Inside the Bible. And look, and then once you get it, say read. All right. So, and it reads Genesis, and this will be coming out of ESV version because I'm an ESV sucker. Okay. And it said, so the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon man. And while he was asleep, he took one of his ribs and closed up in its place with flesh. Oh, ribs. And the rib that he, the Lord God, had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, Adam's prophesying, this, this at last is bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woe, man, woman. Whoa, man. Because she was taken out of man. Therefore, here's the part. A man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast unto his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as you see in the beginning... One mm -hmm. man, one woman, they shall come together and become one flesh, one person, one being. And this is this is this is repeated even in Ephesians when we were just studying. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul Paul summarized and said that. Right. So we look at this. God intended for you. First off, one man. Um, even when you look at like the book of Titus. Right. Because you had some people that were taking multiple wives because remember in like Deuteronomy, the the Hebrews were just look the children of God were uh, out of pocket even when they were following God and they kept annoying Moses to the because they wanted more than one wife mm -hmm. and he allowed it he just said fine here are the rules take one they allowed they annoyed him to for taking divorce and he was like eventually fine here are the rules do it <laughs> um so even so when you look at the book of Titus, right? And when it was talking about an overseer of the church, it says one of the things it says is that he's supposed to be a husband of one wife. Mm -hmm. One. Go ahead and read that. That shows you right there that that is the proper order and alignment according to God's word and his will. It was very specific. It didn't say he, no, he's just a husband. It said it, it included he's a husband of one wife. One. That means if you decide you want to have multiple wives, you are disqualified from being in that place of leadership because you're out of order. Out to order. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to get back. I just want to throw that out there while we were talking about people wanting to have side chicks and everything. Yeah. Hey, everybody wants a side piece with, with, with a wing and two biscuits with a side of macaroni and a cheese. Leg. A thigh and a breast. Ooh, I love me some good breasts. It was funny. One of the best things I saw on, f on Facebook that I share every year when it pops up on my memories, and right now I know you've seen this, <laughs> is is a quote somebody saying that a rib is more valuable than breast and thighs. Mm. 
you do pay mm. more for a rack of ribs than you would for a breast of the thigh of Popeyes. I'm just saying. I don't fight to y'all. Y'all making me hungry. But yeah, you're right. You definitely right. In fact, you pay more for a rib, a half rack, than you do to buy the whole hen. Hello. Come, come on now. Mm-hmm. So right. that's that's a literal trend. That's a literal thing you're thinking about, but it's also spiritual. You're talking about metaphorically. Finding your rib is more valuable than running after these breasts and thighs that you see out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fellas, it's sundress season. I know. Hey, look. I, hey, look. <laughs> Hey, look, look, I, I forgot someone, I forgot who said this, but then they was like, fellas, I know they look good and everything, but just know that gravity is real. Everything that sits up right now, eventually it's going to drop. You got to oh, find something that, my gosh. gravity is real. So eventually everything's going to drop. You got to find something with substance. So your ribs going to have that substance. And I feel like, I feel like this topic obviously is kind of, you know, we can go a, a couple places because there's so many different, like things under the umbrella of sex that just. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of different topics and things, especially in culture now and mm-hmm. how things have just got very misconstrued and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I uh, to piggyback on what you said, Rodney, about the, you know, the gravity does come, you know, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I told some I remember someone had posted on Twitter like a couple of years ago. They were like, what is some relationship advice that you would give, you know, to somebody? And my I, I decided to, you know, uh, participate. And my response was, uh, if you are not physically attracted to the person, it's not going to work. Some people have said that, you know, in the beginning, they really wasn't physically attracted. And after a while, it grew on them and beauties in the eye of the beholder. But mm-hmm. if that, that, that physical chemistry, that, that physical attractiveness ain't there from the beginning, Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little hard now i also say that even though that is important it's not all that's important that can't be, i agree you know the most important thing because as you say gravity does come as we look at these more mature couples who are hitting 30 40 50 years in marriage uh mm-hmm. we look at them some of them age fine as wine but mm-hmm. some of them do have age that is showing okay you know, the mm-hmm. body is showing age, but you see they are still madly in love. Why? Because when you ask them what was the secret, this, that, and the third, you're hearing attributes that are intangible. Mm-hmm. You're hearing character attributes. Oh, she just gives me peace. Oh, he mm-hmm. treats me like a queen. He respects me. He, you know, he cares for me. That Those are the things that you hear. You don't hear, oh, well, you mm-hmm. know, she really still got them curves because mm-hmm. gravity does come, you know. Um, right. But I just want to throw that in there. Right there. And, well, you know, yeah, and still, man. yeah, and I, I, I totally, <laughs> and you know what, and, <laughs> <laughs> not for real. And, you know, and I do, I totally agree. I do think it's because I think when people hear about the word waiting, they think about what they are losing, but not what they're obtaining. Mm-hmm. Um, because all they hear about is, okay, I can't have sex. I can't have my nut off. I can't go sneak her house. I can't do that thing she likes to do with her tongue. He can't do what I like to do. But it's in that moment when you are waiting, you're able to evaluate that person for their character and what they're really about. And I think that's one of the most key ingredients that I think more seasoned couples value because like, I, like how we talked about before, Christina, like, you know, it's just the physical that is there, but okay, so what's on the inside of you that's going to last until the test of time where even though your looks may fade, but are you still going to be my best friend around that time? And I think that's one of the 
that's one of the moments where it is important to wait is so you can really evaluate that person's character and, you know, hey, are we compatible if we take sex off the table? Not many people really look into that from that aspect. Right. And I think I think also <clears throat> the importance, like, again, to piggyback off of that, the importance to wait is because it helps the vetting process be a little clearer. Mm-hmm. How many stories have we heard about people in whom met somebody they done went on two, three dates and then, you know, they fell and, you know, they became intimate, you know, mm-hmm. and you just hear that, you know, they the red flags start turning into pink flags and fuchsia flags and, and rose colored flags, you know, and things mm-hmm. in which you probably would have had a better, um, uh, clearer sight on maybe some of the things in which they may have to work on or whatever the case may be would have been better if that wasn't something that was on the table and that didn't happen. You know, now you attached because as God made it, the two shall become one, you know. So <clears throat> now you're entangled emotionally in in that way, sexually, like come on. And so now things uh, hello, we listen, okay? That entanglement season was interesting time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that it was. But it was. It was and, and no, but anyway. But um that's another reason why you should wait because as you get to know the person, you want to make sure that you get to know them for them, that you're seeing their character, um, how they are morally, their, their ethics, how they present themselves, how they live their you know, their discipline, all this, uh, the fruit. Hello, let's know. Um, um, what's it? Say? Uh, to judge a tree by the fruit that it bears, mm-hmm. you know? And so you, you know, you trying to judge a tree, you already touched, already ate of the fruit, so it's like <laughs> you, you, you know, it's a little blurred now. But to have a proper, clear vetting process of who you're, you know, if you, as we should be, I'm speaking as Christians on a way to marriage, who you're about to make covenant with, and so you want to make sure as clear as possible, you know, that you're getting to know this person and you, you see them, you know. All right, so I agree. Um, and I think it's just one of those things where, like, we sit there and, like Rodney say, everyone looks at what they they think they're missing. And one of the things that I've been taught, and Pastor David taught us that, um, was that people would like to say, oh, well, you have to know you're sexually compatible and all of this. However... It's it's you're going to be sexually compatible if you're if you both marry as virgins, I guarantee you're going to be sexually compatible if you're following Christ, if you're letting the Holy Spirit lead you. One of the things he said was the Holy Spirit going to tell you exactly what you need to do. If you go ahead and put the Holy Spirit first, he's going to tell you exactly what you need to do. And he created it. What? Exactly. Come on now, the Holy Spirit ain't just for conviction and comforting and and speaking and giving word of knowledge and, and the gifts of the Spirit. No, 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 he ain't gonna help you in all. In fact, He's intention though. In fact, and here's something that people think is overly religious, but guess how much it works is you should be praying over your sex life while y'all married. In fact, mm-hmm. some pastors I've heard Dr. Stevens to say that he believes that um, sometimes you should be praying before you you know get intimate. Now, obviously, like, you know, when you have your spur of the moment, like kitchen and on the counter thing going on, you ain't, you know, y'all ain't thinking about let me pray beforehand. But, you know, like if y'all planning to do something, 
come together in prayer first invite the holy spirit in because at the same time when you think y'all are making y'all are coming together in covenant before the lord you should be inviting god into your into your intimate space mm-hmm. and also now here's the part some people ain't gonna like right i'm <clears throat> sure um you you wanna you wanna hook up with different people beforehand but do you know what that does Mm -hmm. comparison comparison is a dirty thing that happens comparison is a killer Mm -hmm. comparison will ruin your sex life when you're married because guess what if he or she can't do something specifically the way someone in your past did it. You're going to be comparing and looking at them like they are inferior. Sometimes resentment may come. That's how cheating is introduced more easily. Like there's a lot of things that come from that dirty little comparison bug right there. And all of that could have been avoided had y'all not been having sex before marriage. And that's talking about other people. But let's talk about, let's say you met the person that, you know, you guys are virgins. Y'all met each other. Y'all believe that y'all going to get married, right? And y'all say, well, let's, why wait? We're going to get married anyway. Why should we wait to have sex? You should wait because, first off, it is it is a principle that God has taught. And it's part of his overall is part of his overall plan and design for us right Mm -hmm. so you never want to step out of what the design is for you and secondly and now this is my personal belief on why you should wait right even if you're like we should get married we should get married right you're not married yet it's easy you're not married yet and you think in your mind you're about to get married but there could be something that happens along that way and you don't i know somebody who was about to be married and like a couple weeks before the wedding they called it off now she's happily getting married again to the right person that she should have been getting married to all along apparently but it was called off why because she noticed some things that she couldn't she couldn't keep doing she was like yeah there's some character things with this person and some things that i thought they were gonna grow out of but it didn't happen so again you never know what can take place to stop you from actually getting married you could find out some information about the other person that you didn't know beforehand and be like this is a deal breaker Y'all could blow up and get into a fight that breaks everything off. But because now you've already given yourself to this person, you might overlook some of those things that were the deal breaker that you might have just found out because, oh, I love this person. And, you know, y'all just became one in flesh. Go ahead and tie the knot spiritually and and bound the tails of those souls together. So then what happens? Y'all get married. 
maybe, let's say y'all do get married, those red flags show up again. They start to, y'all living together now, so now they're really popped off. Magnified. Oh, yeah, completely magnified. And now you in a living hell inside your marriage leading your way down to a divorce in the next couple years. If you look at this culture that we have right now, right? And they talk about the divorce rate being so high. One of the things I think is a key contributor to that is the culture of, you know, the culture of sex and promiscuity that has been magnified over the past 20 years. Mm -hmm. If you look, everybody is, well, it's okay. You have believers and I, mm, mm, I got something to say about that. But you have believers that are into the that are into that thinking of well we got to try it before we you know before we get together but that's out of alignment i uh not not to cut you off no oh, no i was done but okay so i don't i, I was going to forget i remember i attended a um marriage last single seminar thingy like years ago okay and they separated the married couples they had them um in the sanctuary and then they had the singles which is most like the teenagers young adults um in another room to kind of talk about topics that would pertain to us right and i remember um there was a person in whom uh shall remain you know remain nameless um <laughs> blast them <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that asked the question pertaining to the, oh, well, test drive, right? Her question was, so what happens if you get married, you done waited, you done waited, you done held out, abstained, all that, waited to the very wedding night, and y'all about to go and consummate, yes, that's biblical words, consummate the marriage, and y'all going forth and right before or perhaps during things ain't working out things ain't fitting huh the puzzle pieces just ain't coming together oh lord and so her question was you know the test driving aspect to make sure that things work properly or it's you know the equipment is working to make sure beforehand because imagine you waited and abstain and all that and you done did right just to get with the person in whom till death do part <laughs> and it, it ain't working out it's not it's not it's not fitting it's not it's not working at all and so that that question i remember like she asked that and the whole room we were all cracking up but we we're all like oh my gosh we didn't fitting. even think of that it's not fitting okay and it's it, the puzzle piece is not coming together all right, the equipment is just not, okay? And these are real questions, okay? And, and again, these are conversations. I'm so glad that we're doing this podcast because these are conversations that are quote-unquote taboo, but this is why people wind up in the issues that they're in because they're not having these conversations. There's people who at, have these type of questions, but they're not being answered because, again, it's taboo. They're afraid that if they ask it, they're going to be looked at weird or whatever the case may be. But because questions are not being answered, that's how people wind up going to experiment and be curious and go find out for themselves. And usually that's in culture that's in outside in the world. Um, but anywho, but that, that is a question, which I remember, like it just sticks to me because as we're talking about the test driving thing, like you want to make sure that obviously that's not the whole reason for marriage, but it's an important part. 
you know. So, like, what what do what do you guys think? Like, if what was the answer got, by the way? I know. I know. We were just told not to test drive. Oh, but no. but but <laughs> we we're still told not to test drive. Not a real but, answer. But I also got an answer about more currently because I brought that question up again, and the answer that I got was well. You know, that's why it's important to be led by the Holy Spirit to know who your partner is. Because, you know, God is, you know, going to put yeah, you amen, together and yeah. wouldn't have you miserable. Right. Another another um, more practical answer was, well, if that's to happen, then you guys got to work out, you know, learn some things or go talk to a professional. Try to figure out how to make it work, you know. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> Child. But but my but the thing I think about is, yes, you want to make sure that God gives you, you know, uh, you want to make sure that you're doing it right and you're getting with someone in whom, you know, the Holy Spirit doesn't let and, you know, you're confident in and that's who God sent for you. But what about the person in whom was born with the equipment in which is not, you know, normal? Yeah, it's not normal, you know. So what about that person? Do they never get married? Because whoever gets with them is going to have to deal with it. Um, that's an, an, another thing is, well, for for certain information, because, again, obviously, if you're getting to know the person, again, you're waiting, you know, you're abstaining and all that. But does a person in whom knows that their equipment is not normal tell the person before they get married to say, hey, just want to let you know that um, I got a condition. And this is it. Like, or do you just blindside them? You get married and then you just find out, oh, wait, you know, like th th there's a lot of components to this. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So, so my question is, if you guys found yourself in a place where you done, you know, got married and time came to consummate and sis just, you know, just got some, you know, things in which it's not working out. It's not. It's not happening. What What do you What do you guys do? That's hard for me because I don't really. I can't come up with a. I can't come up with an example of what could be wrong with a woman where I can't do what I need to get done. Cause... I can. I can because I I've heard of it. I've heard of conditions. I've heard of conditions on both ends. Because I know what? what the conditions are for the men. That's the most. That's the big one. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like she use her. Well, oh, what? To my like, like how she she use her teeth too much? Is that what it is? <laughs> No, I don't think that's no, it. No, we're think... not talking about that's a whole nother thing. I'm playing, I'm playing. Case, I'll, I'll answer that one real quick. In that case, that is just performance. Like, the, you got the equipment, but you just don't know what to do with it. No, no. Pray, oh, let the Lord lead, that. and then read some books, go to a professional, whatever the case be. You can teach that. You can learn that. Okay. Get the, talking about... get the, get the oil. Get the oil. Yeah, we, 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 get, we don't need get no the oil, right. get the... Hold on. Let me, I'm going to lay hands on you real quick. I'm gonna walk you through it, and we gonna get this going. <laughs> My life is in your hands. Oh, some though, yes. I'm crying. I'm no, done, I'm, I'm talking. What I'm bringing up is the person in whom the equipment just ain't. It's just not happening. How does the equipment not work on a woman? I'm sorry, Christine. I'm putting I, you in I, an odd spot, but I, I, I you know, yeah. I, I believe this is a very uh, transparent. Yeah, just for you. Just yeah. All right. So basically, <laughs> I feel if we have, let's say, she has a condition where, like, you know, she's too, she's not her 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 parts aren't receptive. Yes. Yes. Very good. To the parts that God has blessed me with. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. Well, guess what? 
there are other ways that we can get these things done. Uh-huh. We just got to learn to be flexible. Crying. And we we, we, we got to be a team. Right. We're going to be flexible. So listen, <laughs> just as foreplay is important for a man to be doing on a, for a man on a woman, right? Or, or in general, foreplay is very important, right? Especially from the woman's point of view. There are other things you can do if something's not working. Until you go to a professional, y'all can be figuring this out. And as far as like, you know, getting your sexual satisfaction together. Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm just saying for that particular one, yeah, y'all, y'all going to have to see somebody. But there are other ways. There are other ways. And I think there's other ways with everything. Let's say like even if you're talking about the woman's side of it and, you know, having a guy, let's say, who's uh, wasn't blessed with his equipment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is a condition that is a that is a really real condition which man i'm whoo thank you lord because i don't know if i could go through life <sighs> if i was born with that dis- condition conditions <laughs> this disformity condition <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could, I don't know how I'd be able to get through these things. Um, but again, there's other ways for you guys to satisfy each other. It might not come in the traditional way. For example, you know, some guys, even at a young age have, have ED, just unexplainable. Some mm-hmm. guys have low testosterone levels, which gives it to them, or whatever bad blood flow, or are sick because they have diabetes and it causes it, or something, or high blood pressure. Like, there's a lot of different things that can go into it. And this is you seek professional help. And here's the big one, right? And the argument against that: you pray, pray to the, pray to God, pray to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and trust mm-hmm. in that. I think part of the problem with people these days is we like to talk, but when it comes down to it, they don't want to put their sex life in the Holy Spirit's hands. Mm-hmm. I agree. They'll say, Lord, I put my marriage in your hands, but the sex part, nah, that's all me. I'm done. I mean, no, it's, it's real though. And that's I think- big him right there, nah, me. <laughs> like, nah, Holy Spirit, Not I need help. your help. And the Holy Spirit's like, okay, um, I created it. Mm-hmm. I was there for its create. I was there for the creation of man. I was hovering over the waters of the deep before the world was really formed. Like, mm-hmm. I know how this is supposed to work. You've been alive how many years? <laughs> <laughs> and you think you know more? Like, so. I think that's the issue. We just have to be able to trust the Holy Spirit. So with someone come up with that question of, yeah, well, we should be able to do this because you never know if this person has this and that'd be a deal breaker because that's so important. And don't get me wrong. The sex sex is an important part of a relationship. But if that is the case, listen, y'all got to pray about it and seek help and figure things out. Get creative. Sex is creative. First off, mm-hmm. before getting without going down a rabbit hole or talking about the wonders of sex on this podcast. Yes. Yes. Sex is something that's like, God, I cannot believe I'm about to say this. sex is like art. 
you, you, it's, it, it is, it is very creative. You are only limited by your willingness, imagination, and flexibility. Listen, <laughs> the last one. Listen, listen, listen. I remember <laughs> there was this preacher that got on Facebook and was rebuking people because of certain positions and things that they were doing. Now, mind you, the scripture says the marriage bed be keep it undefiled. So as long as there's no sexual immorality going on, you good. Mm-hmm. Between you two and covenant, you good. A person yeah, replied good. to the pastor and said, now how, now how can it be that it's all wrong and whatnot if when Adam and Eve was about, Adam had to name the animals and the animals were mating. So what do you think they learned it from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, people, places, and things. Like, oof. But anyhow. Mm-hmm. But yes, you, you you are correct, Mike. Like, listen, y'all work it out. And, and then, again, like, if you're going to with someone who has the willingness, who has the spirit, who's willing to put in the effort, you know, mm-hmm. then y'all, y'all going to be all right. Y'all going to be all right. Y'all be okay. So my people might putting in this work. Um, crying inside again. But no, no. Anywho, you should, no, you should definitely be putting that in. Put it in God's hands. Put it in uh-huh. the Holy Spirit's hand. Like He knows what He's doing. He knows mm-hmm. what you should be doing. He knows. For guys, stop trying to look online or looking towards pornography to figure out how to please your wife. Amen. Because first off, that's all unrealistic. I agree. Say it for the ones mm-hmm. in the bed, though. It's Say very it unrealistic. <laughs> it's highly unrealistic. The mm-hmm. women in those videos will admit to being in pain. Whoa, 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 whoa. But don't, don't say too much. Now. That, that might have to go into the next topic, that next one, that next but, one. But um, <laughs> we uh, like, leave, like, it's not real. The best reference that you can have for this is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to know your wife's body better than you do. Holy Spirit's gonna know your body better than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I almost—I don't want to. You know what, man? I almost feel like we should. David would have recorded be, was recording these Tuesday nights because he spoke about this one time, and he was like, he wanted to make sure because I remember I, I had Ebony and the kids in the car with me. He was like, Mike, kids can't be around and hearing this, so you might need to hang up. And I was like, No, that's fine. I'm in. The, you got. I'm in. You know, headset. And he went in and spoke about this and the importance of inviting the Holy Spirit in and that you think you know something, but the Holy Spirit knows what the Holy Spirit truly knows what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And that the whole experience thing is not important because the Holy Spirit at the end of the day will teach you what you need to do to satisfy your wife, teach you what you need to do to satisfy your husband. Mm -hmm. If we sit here and we can go, I let the Holy Spirit prophesy to me, and all it is with everything else in life, literally everything else. Pretty much. This is something simple. You think the Holy Spirit can't do this? While you you asking for him to miraculously deposit $300,000 in your bank account, but you don't think he's capable of teaching you and and speaking in your ear and whispering, Hey, do this next. And mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that that, again, is, as I said earlier about the taboo of the topic, 
no one wants not, I don't say no one wants to have okay there are people who do not want to have the conversation because it's uncomfortable the case may be but mm-hmm. that I do blame culture I blame society I blame how it is seen in the world and what it has been made out to be God created it to be something that is beautiful and because of the culture and how it's promoted on social media and music and movies books mm-hmm. all this stuff now it's mm-hmm. almost like oh my gosh you gotta walk on eggshells and tiptoe because you feel dirty just saying the word no 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 it's 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 a natural thing in which god created why all of a sudden are we like kind of holding our breath not wanting to discuss certain things you know so yeah. for, for the fact of you're saying that we should be able listen the word says Listen, you bring everything to God, mm-hmm. everything to God in prayer. Mm-hmm. Nothing is too small. And even the things mm-hmm. in which you may feel a little shy about, you still got, you still need help with it. So bring it mm-hmm. to God. He created it. That, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You're bringing something to God, a situation which he created. You're not going to bring the issue back to the manufacturer. Come on now. Mm-hmm. The product is not doing what it need to do. And you're <laughs> fearful of bringing the product back to the manufacturer. No, no, no. We all know we quit to do a return. If the product ain't working, we got the receipt and everything, but let's bring mm-hmm. it back to the person who made it, you know? Yep. And the crazy thing is, this ain't even return. Uh, mm-hmm. Hello? All right. Hey, hey I, I, I got the receipt for it. Like, you're free from it, but you want to do that for real. And right. I think the reason why, I think it's because most of the reason why people are afraid to bring God into their sex relationship is because we discovered it not in a godly way. Or how it's mm-hmm. talked about. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, let, let's let's be honest. Our first introduction of sex was not in, in in the church. We've seen it either through a movie, we've seen it through a porno, or through music. In school, in, in, in school through our friends, mm-hmm. and yeah. friends for sure, definitely. So it's like, of course, when we first figured out, you know, like, oh, let me go sneak away, you know, to this girl's house and do A, B, C, and D, or it's like, like, yo, I can't tell them about this, but it's like, I can't tell my parents I did this, but I can tell my friends I did this, because we've putting a perversion on it based off of what it introduced in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I think many, especially like the older saints, I do believe they dropped the ball on introducing sex to us, but they projected on us to being bad. Like what's the first, like what was the first two things they said while we was kids? Like don't have sex because you're either gonna get pregnant or you're gonna get an STD. They- so, I mean, we're just going to hell. <laughs> they say going to hell. <laughs> they say going to hell. I'm, I'm- <laughs> I'm, I grew and up in a lot of the old school church in the, the beginning, formative years of my life, and it was, you going to hell if you have sex outside of marriage, and we don't talk about that kind of stuff here. Straight to the pit. Straight to the pit. He said, y'all going to The devil going to get y'all gonna, soul. Look, what did he say? You going to burn to hell if you have sex with a mm-hmm. With the underwear on. Mm-hmm. And look, you know what? And it's that type of fear that they struggle to us that means not what goes to them in the first place. Right, and that's and why nobody wants to go get help. No one wants to exactly. bring it to the pastor or to someone uh, to try to help them out with it because look, mm-hmm. look, look, look at the fear. Look, you mm-hmm. didn't even give me a safe space or open mm-hmm. or, or, or make me feel comfortable enough to be able to come mm-hmm. to you about that. But God forbid somebody mm-hmm. winds up becoming pregnant in church or right. something happens. Mm-hmm. Then it's, oh, my gosh, oh, mm-hmm. you done sinned. Oh, sit in the back bench and all this stuff. Well, perhaps if they had better teaching. Right. <laughs> perhaps and if they had te- mm-hmm. right like teaching or they were able mm-hmm. to come and ask their questions without feeling d- shamed then mm-hmm. that probably would have probably would have you know helped out the situation right not for sure and definitely like i said i ain't say i'm the perfect example shoot i i'm definitely i'm far from perfect i said 
Shoot, I like I say I didn't grow up in church all like that. Like so I'm a late bloomer when it comes to like you know Christianity and you know being in the church and having rules and all things of that nature. But it's like in my mind, I ain't seen nothing wrong with it at the time until someone else brought it to my attention and I had the right teachings of so. And like I say, I'm not saying I know we all fall on short, but it's like you know definitely like as the new generation is coming up and like even if someone has fallen and made many mistakes, we can't shame people for falling into sexual immorality. Right. And I believe, like, we have to do a better way of instructing and correcting without making people feel judged. For sure. And, like, we've... And it goes back to what Christina said. Our previous generation that raised... Gen- the generation that raised millennials and to be honest the one the generation nah gens gen xers are like this too where they weren't really actually taught anything except condemnation right 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 fear it was all condemnation and fear and fire and brimstone if you know you were sexually active and that's what they tried to use to keep people from having sex but let's be honest that's never worked how many stories like i don't know about y'all listen i'm a world i i I love history right i do this i've said this so many times in his the the podcast that i've in in life i feel like a record player when i say i love history how many times i've heard about someone being christian whatever and them talking about well they you know they they were with this person before they got married and all this even back then these folks supposed to be, you know, fearing the Lord, and yet they doing a hanky panky. <laughs> like, this is like trying to scare somebody has never worked. You want a better example? Look at the Israelites. God telling them exactly what was going to happen to them did not work for all of them. They were not scared. They did what they want to do anyway. It's about. You cannot try to scare somebody, especially a kid, especially in today's environment with all the information available to us. You can't try to scare somebody into not doing something such as like having sex by saying, oh, well, you're going to hell and this and this and this. And if you do this, you're going to get pregnant and all this. But the resources and the information are, are available for them to know I could do this and I'm not going to get her pregnant and I'm not going to catch an STD. So everything you just said is it it's it don't matter. It's invalid. And as far as going to hell, I ain't dying today. I mean, think about it. Young people don't think about uh the possibility of them dying. So it it, yeah, it was that. a ball dropped and it has to be a conversation, a healthy conversation about it. And you know one thing I think is a problem is parents have shied away from being intimate around their kids. Now, when I say being intimate, I don't mean like, you know, stripping clothes off and getting it on in front of the kids. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I mean as far as kids nowadays don't mm-hmm. grow up seeing their parents express their love to each other. Mm-hmm. They don't see their parents kissing. Now, I'm not talking about them getting, you know, you know, getting hot and heavy on the couch kissing. 
But on some, they don't see their parents kiss or, healthy. you know. Healthy. Yeah, healthy thing. They don't see their dad walk in and slap his wife on the behind. Like, and, and, and just that. Not like, you know, grinding up on her. But like, walk in there, slap her on the butt kind of deal and her reaction or her, you know, do, you know, kind of similar thing to him. They don't see that playfulness or that interaction, that intimacy that shows that they love. So they haven't seen or experienced this, so they don't know what any of it is. That healthy, that healthy display of affection and emotion missing from the household is what makes us go and seek it out from other places, not knowing how, how what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And that's how guys get into porn and think that's what it looks like. And girls get into these super romance novels and think that that's what it's supposed to look like. Come on and talk about it. And we got this super idealized, this this ideal of what love is supposed to be. And I know I'm getting way off topic right now, but we get this idea of what love is supposed to be and what sex is supposed to be from places that are showing something unrealistic. They're selling a, what they're selling is literally a fantasy. That's why it sells. It's a fantasy. It's not real. Cause if it was real, people wouldn't be buying it or, or going to it so much. Why? Because people got it at home. Think of it this way. You know what? You know what kind of porn sells? Stuff that's completely unrealistic and and extreme. And debauchery. I mean, it's all debauchery. It's all debauchery. But there's some, okay, like there's some, there's some stuff, okay? And how would you know? No, I'm playing. playing. Listen, we all I I know because I, I heard another person talk about how you know about that industry and whatnot and how the ancestral category oh that has been the number one one i'm like whoa that exploded out of nowhere like you you can't get on it i'm about to tell myself right now but we've talked about this struggle before in the past right yeah we have um you can't get on a porn site now and not see that there is step something step sister step brother step mom step dad there's going to be something on the front page with that it's all over the place it's like the most popular thing but you know what was before that hardcore everything had to be super hardcore or lesbian right super unrealistic things that are not really occurring like yeah don't get me wrong listen some girls you know some relationships you are going to have a little more rougher kind of deal but the Mm -hmm. stuff they show right ain't happening in sex that ain't happening in relationships like that not for at all it's a fantasy they're selling you on a fantasy of things that are not real for you to get your rocks off. And then what happens is you get accustomed and acquainted to that and you want to bring it into your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And let's say you would do and you want to bring that into your bedroom and your girl's sitting here like, uh, no, I'm not comfortable with you, that. She's going to look you like you crazy. Or better yet, I got a co-worker. I'm not going to say names. Uh, I got a co-worker who uh, has a boyfriend. Now, she's not a believer. She shared with another co-worker that she has a boyfriend, and he, uh, she wanted to do some things with him, kind of a little more hardcore, and he was not comfortable with it. And she's talking about this is what she wants, and she wants, and she's yearning for it. And it's like, we... 
we do these things we 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 look at these kind of things online and want to project them onto our reality Mm. when they're not reality and so that's the primary reason why you should not be looking at all of these things online or whatever when it comes to sex before you get married because it's going to make you you know it's going it's going it's going ruin to it. it's it's really going to cloud your judgment it's going to cloud you mm-hmm. it's going to cloud you and again that's why the topic is why we wait because god knew what the devil tactics are and what he uses and clearly we can see it and how people are clouded right mm-hmm. And, and here's so the now kicker. you don't you all messed mm-hmm. up before you even get married. You all messed up. People take that stuff and do those kind of things before they're married, and then they expect their partner to be able to do the things that they were doing before in the past with Mm-mm. other partners. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So again, the no. comparison thing, like the comparison thing, is such a big deal. They talk about oh, yeah, no. there was a thing I was listening to uh, some women talk about. They called it like alpha pairing or alpha bonding, right? Where they said that the woman will always compare her current guy to the best that she's ever had. And if he can't measure up to the same way that that guy was. Or better. Or better, then she'll never fully be satisfied with him. Her brain and some of her some of herself will always be with that last guy. My goodness. And it shows you right there. Just that little bit of information right there. And you know what? And I, I do believe that part of it is true because I've. God, I've heard women talk and I swear they're worse Have than you men. Now. I swear <laughs> women are worse than men. Oh, my goodness. Some of the stuff I've heard made me made my skin crawl. And I was like, mine, too. Mine, too. I, I mean, was, some of the stuff being I'd be embarrassed to be a part of said group. I, what? And that's not even a sound pick-me-ish or nothing like that. No, there's some things in which women have said that I'm just like, oh, why am I even associated with you in this category? <laughs> no. <laughs> They're like, y'all nasty. Mm-mm-mm. I'm clear. I remember, I remember I saw something. It was actually recently. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, watching the video you can kind of be like, you're not too surprised. So it was a bunch of, it was, you know how you see those, those TikTokers or those interviews, they'd be like, um, like a black guy, he'd be interviewing, interviewing people and whatnot. And mm-hmm. this guy, he decided he was interviewing, he looked like he was at some party or whatever, because all the girls were like half dressed or whatever the case may be. But he was interviewing women and asking them like, what's the worst thing you did behind your, like your, I guess your ex's back or your boyfriend, whatever case be. I think it was more exes, but you know, you're not together anymore. So I guess he said your exes, whatever. <sighs> Chow. What? This is why people got trust issues now. Some of, th- all of them, not some, all of them said something along the lines of, well, I got with his father. I Whoa. got with his, uh, yes. I got with his baby Dang. mother. Whoa. I got, I got with his cousin, his best friend. All this stuff, I'm just like, there is no chance. Oh, me and his baby mother was fighting, and I decided to go to the house, and, well, one thing led to another. What? No, <laughs> there's no. Yo, when I tell you it's debauchery that grows in this society, what? Like, and this is the world that we're living in, and it is so, so much more important as, as generations go how we really need to be prayed up and keeping our focus on 
mm-hmm. things in which of, are of God. Because that type of mentality, and and they talking like they proud of it, like they ain't ashamed of it. You're on the internet for everyone to see, your family, your mother, your father, like everyone to see, for you to be saying something like that. And you just you just saying it all nonchalant, like so dismissive. What? Man, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrible. That's just nasty. It's horrible. With the pap- you with the pappy? And some of them did it for revenge, too. That's another thing you got. Hello. Listen, you better know who you get with for revenge sake because they yeah, did something, you, you whatever. Did. So, well, I decided, well, he cheated on me, so I'm going to cheat back. Listen. Uh-uh. That's too much. I'm be real yeah. with you. Yeah, it's that more. I'm going to get him where it hurts type of thing. Hurts? What about you? It's... What about your standards? <laughs> what about you? <laughs> That's so wild. Listen, if a girl ever cheated on me with my brother. Yes, brother Mike. I'm not going to have as much of an issue with her. (laughs) Oh, my God. My brothers and I, though, we're going to have to see each other at my mom's house in the backyard. Oh, God. Or in the garage. I'm going to have to see them. It's it's no, It's go time. It's gloves (laughs) off. Don't call oh no police. It is no whole <laughs> bar. I am treating you like a dude in the street, and we are fighting. Oh we are fighting God. for this betrayal. We're going to be cool afterwards, but we are. I am about to dog walk you for that. <laughs> oh my God. Because at the end of the day, you my blood, and you betrayed me like this. Anyway, I hope we answered the question of why wait. <laughs> we did, I, I think we had a couple things, and I think we delved a little bit into the next topic, but the, the waiting, is, as we can see, how many issues come about not waiting. And, again, let's, let's also, because I think, I think Rodney, you, you brought that up about, oh, well, bo- both of you, about how it's so much condemnation and whatnot into, you know, waiting and whatnot. But even though, yes, it struck fear, you kind of do need a little bit of that. A little bit of it. It ain't, ain't got to be all of it. For instance, to know what comes with it, and there's so many different factors that come with what happens when you don't, right? You get the soul tie. You get attached to people. You know, the pregnancy. How many stories have we heard about, you know, pregnancies that happen out of wedlock, you know? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my gosh, the, 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 the church hurt that has brought about upon you know the girl whatnot and usually uh, that's this another topic usually it goes towards the girl as though mm. she did it by herself mm. as, as and that's always been a question of mine when we get to that story about the woman who was caught in the very act she wasn't alone where was her uh, other uh her tango partner huh where was he you just dragged her out like it's not just her you know um but like the church hurt that comes with that because you know, obviously, those, those are one of the quote-unquote big sins, you know, when you're doing things like that, adultery and fornication, whatever, and you wind up being pregnant and you're not married. Like, they, it's almost, uh, we've heard many stories of, you know, women who have been treated in such a manner. It was just like, you are dirty. You sin. Almost like God don't love you. Like, wait a minute. That's not what the word said. The word said to bring them back up in love and bring them back onto the path. Like, what happened to that? And that's not a lot of stories that we hear today and it's sad you know so that's that's one thing but also of course obviously the health reasons 
you know, you don't know, you, you done got with uh, Tom over there, and Tom done been with some other people in whom he done caught something from, and now you got it. And some of them things are not curable. Hello? You're right, though. The way we treat the women and the con- condemnation, like, I said, like, I come from, like, old school kind of deal, right? My mom, I, I've said this before, my mom got pregnant with me when she was 17. Well, had me at 17, so she got pregnant with me when she was 16. Um, when she got pregnant, her first lady and pastor made her get in front of the church and apologize to the congregation. I keep, I, I, to this day, just hearing that that happened and she had to go through that still makes my blood boil. And I always say like, I, I, I don't know what uncle did, but. Uh, how he how he was with it, but I'm be honest with you. Well, because he's a few years younger than her, so he wouldn't have been like anything. But I was be honest. If it's my sister and they do that, oh, it's gonna be a public outburst in church for me. Mm-mm. Public, because how dare you bring them to the front and humiliate them and tell them to apologize to the church like they sinned against the church. They made a mistake. A lot of y'all other kids, a lot of y'all kids are making mistakes. They just don't have the evidence of it right now. Hello? She made a singular mistake. And y'all want to. Nah, that 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 kind of that kind of religion in church, church ways that irritates me to the fullest because that's part of the reason the church has such a bad rap with people because there's so many stories of that kind of thing right there happening because it was kind of common practice back in the day mm-hmm. so march her to the front and make her apologize to the church congregation for what like what she do to them it wasn't even with none of their sons so yeah that that mm, that gets me but if you were to wait you wouldn't even have to worry about that one last thing to worry about in this life also one thing i just want to say before we get off this this right here and before we close out one of the biggest reasons why you should wait is it shows that you have self-control over your flesh that you've brought oh. it under subjugation. That you're not That's controlled by your sexual, your sex, or your sexual uh, uh, appetite. Appetite, yeah. Craving, desire. Cra- all of that. All the above. It shows that you're not you you're not controlled by that. Which also lets your partner know that you have self control. That when y'all get together, that you're gonna have self control. And if it shows that you have discipline in that area, which is such a hard area to have discipline in, that discipline's gonna carry. That's going to carry to other areas of your life, especially if you're a dude. I've talked to a lot of women who say, like, a dude that has sexual control over himself, like, is attractive or whatever. Now, personally, I don't really get it, but whatever, because I'm not a woman. I'll speak on that. Mm -hmm. That's a good segue. That's a good segue. Segue? That's a good segue. Okay. Oh, you're going to speak on that in the next one. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it self-control, guys. Um. It, it's it's a big reason of why you should wait. Self control. All right, 
I think this was a very productive conversation. We went off and talked about a lot of different things when it comes to sex and uh, all of that. Nah, we did. And we was definitely good topic. topic. We didn't talk about this in a good minute, in a good minute. But, good Lord, what happened you to know, your mic? It was... What, sounds bad? Yeah. Oh, wait, is, oh, does it sound far away? There you That's go. Better. That's way better. But this is okay. a conversation that was yeah. needed because, again, you don't hear a lot of conversations about this in this type of platform so i'm glad that we 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 discussed the quote-unquote taboo topic and i'm also glad because whenever we talk about abstaining we always direct it towards the girls we always direct it towards young ladies we teach it to the daughters and all that it is not enough talking to sons about that it is not enough telling sons to get married right. as virgins Whew. i'm clear this is a whole different conversation. It sure it is. is. Ooh, you stepping on somebody's toes. I mean, but it's real. Got to, got to. I you mean, should be teaching, yeah, should first off, equality. One, the word don't apply to just one. But secondly, um, teach these little boys to control themselves. Keep their willy in their pants. <laughs> yes, we understand that girls control access to sex. So you want to teach the girls and all that. And they're viewed differently and chassis and all that. But, um. You know the results of not teaching these young men not to keep it in their pants? Is you having your son who's 28 and got three baby mamas because he running around just slinging it. Ooh, spilling seed. Ain't got no remorse. I'm just saying. But that can be spoken in the next thing, too. So, anyway, <laughs> we love y'all. <laughs> Don't go out there making babies. Out of covenant. Right. <laughs> Not out of covenant. Only in covenants. In covenant, bless God. Um. Um. <laughs> social media tags. Okay. Yes. Yes. You can even follow us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on TikTok. And guess what? We just created a Twitter just as well. You can follow us on Twitter as well. Um. Like, comment, share, subscribe. You can follow us. You can follow me. Follow the Michael, and also you can. Follow Christina as well, since she's now a new host on the Godman Podcast. Follow her as well. Uh, Christina, what's your what's your social media so the people on the platform can know? Love yourself. It's kind of long, but all right. So it is at Renaissance, R-E-N-A-I-S-S-A-N-C-E underscore the letter C, seven. Just so text that to me. Instagram. I'm going to put it in the yes. description again. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're not lying. That was a long Instagram name. Renaissance C underscore seven. That's what it should be. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put that in the description again. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, y'all know what it is. Y'all like, comment, subscribe. Tell a friend. Y'all know where to find us. That's Google Music. Google Google uh, Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify. YouTube. And you can also reach out to us at thegodmanpodcast at gmail.com with any prayer requests you might have. We got pastors on deck, standby. We got intercessors ready for you. Um, and anything you might want to talk about on the podcast, if you have any questions and whatnot. All right. We want fans to engage. But until next time, we love y'all and adios. I'll see y'all. Later. <laughs>